You're locked into the industry's most wanted podcast. Hey, what's going on? It's your girl, Tampa Mystic, and we are live right here with Be The King checking in all the way from Kentucky. What's going on with you? How you doing? Not much. You know what I'm saying? Just ready to tap in with you, you feel me, and uh, let people know what I got going on, you know? Man, I appreciate you being here with us tonight. Um, you know, again, you're checking in from Kentucky. I'm out here in ATL, so I'm glad that we connected the dots to make this happen. I know you probably got a lot of people checking in tonight, you know, tuning in, wanting to hear what Be The King got going on. So go ahead and give us that official introduction. Yeah, uh, Be The King, uh, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, but I'm staying out here in Kentucky right now, you know what I'm saying, making moves. And, uh, and yeah, shit, I've been... Doing this thing for a little bit, but uh, I'm about to just kick it up a notch, you know what I'm saying? Going in this year, okay, so. most definitely. So, you from the Lou? Shout out to the STL, man. <laughs> no. Definitely. I know there's a lot of talent that's been coming out of St. Louis over many decades. I'm, I'm actually close friends with Murphy Lee, Murph Dirty from the Lunatics, you know what I'm saying? So definitely shout out I to the Lunatics. Yeah, I've known him for a long, long time, him, his wife, his kids. So got a lot of respect for the Lou man, but, you know, it's all about you tonight. You one of them top talents, you know, in Kentucky, but you from St. Louis. Let's everybody take us back. You know, it's important that people understand your journey of how you got to where you're at right now. So, Take us back to your childhood growing up out there in St. Louis. What was it like for you? Uh, I mean, sure. It's like any anybody's childhood, I, I would, you know what I'm saying, I would guess, you feel me? It's just, you know, St. Louis obviously is like a rough place, you feel me? But it didn't really feel like that as much, you know, growing up, you know what I'm saying, as a kid, you know, I'm around a lot of family and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, you have a lot of family time, you know, my uh my grandparents and stuff like that. Really, most of my family in the church and stuff like that. So I went to church with them on, you know what I'm saying, every Sunday. And, and yeah, just, you know, just being a kid, it was regular for real to yeah. me. Yeah, definitely. Would you say growing up in St. Louis at all had an inspiration for you wanting to get involved with music? Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, like you said, uh, just the, the musical influences, um, from there, uh, Nelly and Murphy Lee, all, you know, the whole St. Louis Tix crew, you feel me? Uh, really, when they was, like, popping off, you know, just being there, I was kind of seeing that firsthand, you know what I'm saying? So that was just, even at that time, it didn't necessarily inspire me to, like, do music, but as I got older and, you know what I'm saying, it was something just to feed off of that energy, just seeing that and just seeing how it go. Yeah. So it was definitely, like, dope to be a part of that growing up there and, and while, you know, it was hot, you know what I'm saying, as far as just everybody, like, on top at the same time. Now you just Nelly, Chingy, you feel me, uh, Rest in Peace, Huey. Yeah. Uh, everybody, Jibs, you know what I'm saying, everybody had their they moment, so. Absolutely, absolutely. I did a lot of work with Chingy probably, gosh, about a decade ago. Um, shout out to him. And um, are you familiar with Fresco Kane from out there? That's my homie. A lot of great talent out there in St. Louis. Um, you know, taking us back to your childhood again, I know you said that, you know, you was a church family, you was in church every Sunday. Was that ever a passion for you to maybe tap in on the gospel side or did you leave it in church? <laughs> Yeah, I ain't, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I left it there. Yeah, you know <laughs> Understood. Know like I said, once again, I mean, and even though I said, like, you know, it was church for most Sundays, you know what I'm saying? Like, my mom, like, we just was kind of just, I ain't gonna say thugging, but you know what I'm saying? We didn't really, like, do church consistently. You feel me? But uh, when I was staying with my grandparents, that was just, like, even just, consi- you know, the most consistent time going there. But uh, it was, I mean, you know, it has an influence, of course, just the spiritual side, you know, just being tapped in with that. Uh, yeah. 
it definitely uh, influences just my thought process in a lot of ways. And uh, so, yeah, I say that for sure. Absolutely. But I, I ain't never really necessarily want to do gospel. Um, <laughs> I got you know family that does gospel. My uncle Dennis, uh, his name is uh, Praise. That's his artist name. And, okay. Uh, he 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 had he, he had a couple of hits like at the time like growing up too. So you know. But I just, yeah, that just wasn't really my thing. I felt like, you know, uh, hip hop was more just, you know, that was that was the influence. That's what you're hearing every day. You know what I'm saying? Not to say I wasn't hearing gospel, but that's just, you know, that was the culture that I was more so a part of. Understood. I'm from Florida. Like, growing up in Florida, that's predominantly what we had, you know, from Miami all the way up to, like, Tallahassee. You know, I grew up in an era where, like, you know, the now it's twerking, but back then it was booty shaking and bo- booty music. You know what I'm saying? So, like, right, right. you know, that hip hop has, you know, been around, you know, now this will be 51 years this year. So it's really been prominent in a lot of cities, you know, over the years. So I can definitely see why, especially a city like St. Louis, when there's been so many legends that's come up out of the city. Um, was you into anything else as a child? Like, was sports ever uh, an interest for you? Say it one more time, I'm sorry. Was sports ever an interest for you growing up? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was heavy in sports. It was really when I moved to, uh, to Texas. Um, I was like sixth grade or whatever. Um, that's when I started playing football and all that. And that's when I became a Dallas Cowboys fan and all that. And I fell in love with, with football. And I ain't never played like basketball, like organized like basketball. Of course, I went to the record play and all that. But I definitely, you know, it's still to this day, like deep in the sports. So, yeah, for sure. So you said you moved to Texas in the sixth grade. Yep, I moved to Texas in the sixth grade. We was out there for about three, four years, and we moved back, and I graduated uh, back in St. Louis. Okay, okay. Um, if you don't mind sharing, what took your family to Texas? Uh, we had, well, my mama just, I mean, she just always wanted to move away from St. Louis, you know what I'm saying, for a while. And uh, and then we had a couple of, I had a aunt and, you know, some cousins that was out there. So we went down there and uh, stayed with them for a little bit till we got on our feet and got into our own spot. So it was really just my mama just, you know, aspirations as far as moving us out and, you know, seeing something different. Understood. I definitely can respect that. You have a lot of siblings? I got two sisters. Okay. older sister and youngest. Okay. Yeah. Are they big fans of your music? Yeah, I mean, well, I'll. I ain't gonna even, well, I know my little sister is, you know, as far as I know she be, she be listening. Uh, you know, I, I'm not even so big on just, like, that's probably, like, my problem, I guess, to a degree. Like, I'm not even so uh, big on, like, telling my family, all, like, you know, this is my song or, you know, this is my new music coming out. So even my, my older sister, like, you know, we don't, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie, we don't communicate as much. But I know she knows, you know, she see what I'm doing and yeah. support me. Understood. Just, yeah. I understood. Absolutely. You know, I feel like that too. You know, I've been in the music industry for 13 years. I've been a radio personality almost the entire time and my family knows what I do, but they don't know like super in depth what I do. You know, sometimes you keep that business and personal separate, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah. I I feel like it's a lot of my family probably don't, you know, like recently just started realizing I do music and stuff like that. So, you know, just for me, just kind of just put myself out there even more. Definitely. So how long have you been doing music as a whole, like from when you first started until now? Uh, probably like 2010. That's when I started. Okay. I was uh, I really started like making beats, just kind of you know for uh, one of my close friends. He was, you know, just doing it like the, the you know what I'm saying from the from the ground, you know what I'm saying like just rapping into the computer, no 
equipment or nothing like that. And he was dope to me, so I was like, shoot, I'm gonna find a way to like contribute to it. Let me like make some beats. I uh, downloaded like a little crack version of some type of VST. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I just got into it. And then shortly after that, like he was making beats, he was making a song. He was like, yo, like write something to this. And I ended up doing that. It's still on SoundCloud to this day. Okay. You feel me? And uh, my first rap and all that. And it was um. And yeah, like he kind of gave me, you know, the confidence. Is, you know, what I'm saying I'm dope. He said I inspired. You know, like he made me. I made him want to rewrite his verse and all that. So it was just like, you know, that gave me some some uh some confidence. You feel me to just dive into it. Absolutely. And then um, and then really like shoot, I kind of fell back from it a little bit because I went to the military. Uh, shortly after I got out of high school. But then shortly after that, was probably a couple of years in where it was like, I know I'm not about to do the military long term. I just started like working on my craft as far as the beats again. And then, you know, shortly after that, it was like, yo, I'm going to start putting my own raps to it and all that and just go ahead and just do the do the whole thing. You feel me? And um, yeah, since then, probably really 20, what, 14, 15, I was like really like working on it. Then I just started putting stuff out when I got out. Got you. Understood. What uh, branch of the military were you in? Air Force. Okay, shout out to you. Um, yeah. what, what made you decide that you wanted to go the military route? Uh, shoot. It was kind of the most convenient thing, for real. Like, at the time, I was did a semester at a university, at UCM, University of Central Missouri. And uh, I was just kind of BSing for real, you know what I'm saying? Like, that semester, I was trying to walk onto the football team and all that, and I started getting into stuff like after like I figured out that that wasn't gonna work out, and then when I came back home, my mom was doing like a little barbecue or whatever on, on the corner somewhere in uh, St. Louis, and um, a dude that pulled up was just like you know talking about the military and all that. I was like, shoot, this would be a good idea because I still ain't trying to go back. Yeah. No academic probation. I already knew I wasn't gonna be focused on that. So I'm like, shoot, this would be a uh a, a easy ticket for real out of St. Louis for one. So I ain't have to just be there just, you know what I'm saying, hanging around and stuff like that. And uh give me a little you know, career set up and all that. So Yeah, most definitely. I think the military is always a great route for young men and women who are kinda unsure in which direction they want to go, but they know they don't want to continue doing what they want to do. Um the military yeah, sets you sure. up. Yeah. It can help you, yeah, you know, just get you a little experience. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. You learn a lot of discipline, um, you know, can pay you for your schooling, you know, obviously it'll take care of you with your health benefits after the fact. So did you appreciate your time that you spent in the Air Force? I do in hindsight. Uh, I kind of was disgruntled a little bit leaving, um, just, you know, just on some, just the politics and all that. And yeah. Just, how I end up getting out of it. But, you know, overall, I said hindsight, you know, it's, like you said, it's a good opportunity for, for, for anybody, especially somebody young, to go out and get out and travel, especially if you're coming from, like I said, like so a place like St. Louis or, you know what I'm saying, somewhere it's, it ain't much opportunity or this, that, or whatever, to, you know, to, in the workplace and all that, like just to get some experience and, and, and have an opportunity to travel and all that. And then, like you said, you get out and, and flip it in and do what you want to do after that. Yeah, so, absolutely. I respect and, it. But that's, how, that's kind of how it's taken now, you know, so I can't be, you know, I'm appreciative for what it, what it gave me and I'm going to just leave it at that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Facts. Like, absolutely. So what took you to Kentucky? 
Uh, my uh, my wife, her people stay out here, so okay. We were staying in LA for a little bit with my mom, and then we ended up coming back out here. Okay, dope. So family, family took you there. Your extended family is out there. Do you enjoy being in Kentucky? Yeah. Do you like where you live at in that area? Yeah, it's great. There ain't too much going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like 40 minutes out of Louisville. Okay. You know what I'm saying? In Harden County. So, uh, so yeah, it's chill over here. I kind of, you know, just do my do my one-two, and I ain't got to <laughs> worry about nothing for real where I'm at. So yeah. it's great. Until, That's you know what I'm saying? We elevate, go to another, you know what I'm saying? We're going we gonna to plan a move at some point. You feel me? Like, it ain't nothing against Kentucky. It's just, you know. I'm going to want to see something else after this. Understood. Me. Understood. It sounds like you've moved a couple times, you know, in your life, you know, from St. Louis to, to Texas and back to St. Louis. And did you travel a lot during the the, the time in the Air Force? Actually, I didn't. I was at a first child. Uh, yeah, I said first child. Yeah, first child. Damn. Travis Air Force Base <laughs> in first child, California. Okay. Okay. But um, I was out there for, for my whole enlistment. Um, but it was cool though. Like it's it's like right in the middle of the Bay Area. You feel me? So it was a good. You know, I, I like where I was at. I kind of. I mean, as far as my job that I had, I ain't really had too many places I could go. Right. Anyway, I was cool with being where I was at. Most definitely. So when you got out of the Air Force, did you jump right back into music at that time, or was there a little bit of a, a break in between leaving? You know, getting out of the Air Force and restarting music. Uh, no, nah, I mean, I was working on music, like, uh, while I was still in the Air Force. It was just, really just kind of just getting the monkey out of my back as far as just wanting to release music, you know what I'm saying? Not being so hesitant about it, you know what I'm saying, and unsure about it. Yeah. Um, But then at the same time, I ain't gonna lie, I'm like, shit, I'm glad I ain't putting nothing out back then, because <laughs> when I go back and listen to it sometimes, it's like, yeah, that deserves to stay where it's at. <laughs> you know, but, uh, understood, understood. I talk to a lot yeah. of artists who are like, nope, you ain't gonna find none of my old music on the digital platforms. They pull it down, which I understand, because you elevate, you know, and you want people to hear what your sound is like now. So with that being said, how would you say your sound has enhanced or developed over the years? Um, it's definitely like just cleaned up. I feel like sonically, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to just study on, you know, just how to piece it all together. Like I said, cause I make my own beats and, uh, and put it all together. I really mix my own stuff and all that too. So I really feel like, uh, you know, with my musical influences, I feel like it kind of gives me a, a versatility, yes. you know what I'm saying? Where, you know, I can kind of go any which way really, but, uh, so, yeah, I feel like it kind of just rounded out my sound, you know what I'm saying? And it and, and really, like I said, even just me taking my time and not really just rushing anything out there, it gave me, you know, time to figure out what, what type of artist I really am and not really trying to force, you know, something else, you know what I'm saying, and trying to be something that I'm not, you know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. it really just, like I said, it just, just rounded me out. I think that's one of the most important parts of the journey is finding out who you are as an artist because it can take a long time. Yeah, for sure. I know you said in 2010 you started making beats for one of your homies. Um, at what point did you start engineering, actually working on the mix and master of music? It was probably when when I got out for real, like when I was really like recording myself and and really like you know, like I said, getting closer to the point where it's like you know, I'm gonna try to just go ahead and put something out. That's when I yeah really like knew I had to like tap into the engineering part and make sure that you know that's. That's at least, you know, where I can compare it to, you know, whatever's out as far as like even just the stuff I listen to more so, you know, 
it, that'd be the thing. Like when I when I put stuff like the reason why I didn't put a lot of stuff out, I played next to like a song that I was listening to, and then it's like, nah, this is just not it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> but it got to the point where it just like it was no different. I feel like I can just throw this in the shuffle like with this. It was like, yeah, I'm ready to go. Absolutely. So you currently mix and master all your records that come out. Yeah, yeah. That is it was dope. probably literally on like ninety eight percent. I did a uh, collab project with a uh, artist out here, uh, SRG Bandino. Um, we we did a, a project called Back to Back. It's probably two beats that we got off YouTube on there. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Other than that, everything else I put out, I, I made the beat, mixed all that. That is dope. I think that's important at some point in time that artists learn how to do that because, you know, I don't want to discredit or cut out other audio engineers out there, but it certainly could save you a lot of money. And who better to get your sound exactly how you want it than yourself? Right, for sure, for sure. And it does, I mean, it, it takes a lot of time, so I can understand, like, people not doing it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But like you said, it just, it gives you a... It, it, you find out who you are for real. You know what I'm saying? You know, because even like, you know, it's engineers that just talk about it. Like, you know, engineering is, or, or the, yeah, the engineering process is really about taste. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So once you figure that out for yourself, you, you know what I'm saying? You can just kind of make it match to your own taste. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So do so, you uh, engineer for other artists as well if they want to send you their record to get mixed and mastered? Is that something that you offer as a service? Uh, not really. I kind of really just, keep it organic like the people I mess with you know what I'm saying we get some work in you know what I'm saying I do the, do the stuff for them then you know but like I said it's really like SRG Bandino uh, Young Block is another artist out of uh, Louisville uh, and really I mean so whoever like tap in with me like is this a feature or whatever like I probably more than likely I made the beat and I mix it or whatever so yeah definitely so it's really like that I don't really like offer services or nothing like that and then too I ain't gonna lie I mean you know I like it to my taste, you know what I'm saying? I don't, that's the thing, like, I'm, I ain't going to say, like, I'm just kind of in the box, but it's just, like, I'd rather, you know what I'm saying, do it how I want, want to do it. Right. You so it's just, <laughs> like, it, it, for somebody, I guess for me to feel comfortable working with somebody, it's just like, we got to be tapped in for real. I don't want to just be doing, like, one off here or one off there, and, you know what I'm saying? I just, I don't know, it just ain't really my vibe. I'd rather keep it organic. Understood, absolutely, because like you said, what sound you may love, someone else may be like, nah, that's not it for me, you know, and then you got to figure out what they like, and then comes into play all the different types of genres of music. You know, you wouldn't want to mix a hip-hop record the same way you would mix a, a gospel record or an R&B record, so there's a lot of factors yeah. that can go into that. It, yeah, and I, and, I, and I ain't gonna say, I'm not gonna put it down, like, I wouldn't do it in the future, you know, but it's probably, like, when I really, like, that's my singular focus more so. Yeah. You know, like I said, I'm kind of doing the whole thing right now, so I don't want to take away too much time or even just, like, try to fake sell it to somebody, like, yo, I'm an engineer. Like, I'm kind of <laughs> in my zone, for real, you know what I'm saying? So I don't want to even lead nobody down, you know what I'm saying, to, empty road or whatever right understood because you're still developing yourself as an artist so that's probably your top focus right now when it comes to the music business yeah pretty much definitely sure. what does your creative process look like are you a writer or do you punch in and freestyle a little bit of both i definitely write okay um, that's, that's definitely i mean i probably punched in a couple of times just you know just trying things out but I'm more like, I like to have the whole idea done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even like going into the recording process and, and flush it out. 
on yeah. on the writing side, I like to ask this a lot, you know, because I'm really big on, you know, mental health and mental awareness. Does writing help you like kind of on the mental side? Like, is it a therapy for you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. The whole music making process, the creative process really is like therapeutic for me. Yeah. Because um, like I said, I mean, I started out making beats. So even for the longest time, there's not even without even the idea of putting words to it or even wanting anybody to rap to it. It's just like even just even that, even more so sometimes than writing, just being able to just create whatever sound and just go through sound. You know what I'm saying? It's all like therapeutic. Yeah, definitely. How often are you writing new music? That's true. I try to jot down something like every day, really. Yeah. You know, every day, just kind of, and you know, sometimes just build up, build out the ideas, you know, over time. But yeah, I gotta do something every day. And even if I'm not writing, I said it. I'm making a beat. Or I'm doing something. Yeah. You know. Every day. Yeah. So every day you're dedicating at least a, a a small amount of time, or maybe some days bigger amounts of time, to your music career. Yeah, for sure. Is this something that you aspire to do at some point in time, full time, like something within the music industry? Uh, definitely. I mean, of course, as an artist, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I definitely want to do that full time. But, uh, and then, like I said, I mean, who knows what the future holds for real? Like, I'm, I mean, I would definitely feel like I can uh, contribute to somebody, you know what I'm saying? Uh, whatever they got going on, that campaign, whether, like I said, if it's me just diving in, being an engineer. Yeah. Um, dude, I'm, I'm even, shooting a lot of like my own like content and stuff like that. So even from that standpoint, you know what I'm saying? Producing uh, short films or whatever, some content for people, you know what I'm saying? It really don't matter. Like just whatever, being a part of the creative process, I feel like I can definitely, you know, fit that role in whatever situation. Even if it's just like A&R or, you know, whatever the case may be. Definitely. And especially with all the aspects that you have from being a, you know, a beat maker to the engineering, to being an artist, like you can get into film easily because, you know, there's a lot of post-production that needs to take place on the engineering side. Then of course, you know, commercials and movies, they always need music or instrumentals. So that's something that you could tap into along the way as well. So that's good that you're open-minded to doing other things within the entertainment industry. Yeah, for sure. And, and like, cause it's all art, really. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's all, it's all inspiring. You know what I'm saying? It might be a movie that I watch that's inspiring. Just inspiring me to shoot something a certain type of way or, well, I, I mean, it could just be anything. It could branch off to everything. So I look at, I look at everything as art. Yeah, absolutely. It absolutely is. It takes a lot of talent to do everything that you do. Now, going back, you know, going on 14 years when you first started back in 2010 up until now, what intrigued you about being in the music industry? Is it completely different or the same over these last 14 years? Um, it's funny. I guess I never really thought about being in the music industry. I mean, I guess obviously you would just automatically be like you putting out music. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess I've always kind of had like an independent mindset as far as the music. So, or even just like the hustle of the music in a way where it's just like, kind of if it's a way to stay out of the music industry just based off of the stories you know what i'm saying i ain't trying to get no <laughs> bullshit contract or you know what i'm saying Understood. Some, some weird deal i have to attach yourself to people that ain't you know what i'm saying you don't connect with they they morals or whatever the case may be so i mean i guess over the years it's kind of i become more jaded you know what i'm saying honestly like just because it's just a lot of repeated history of just 
you know what I'm saying, BS. Yeah. You feel me? Uh, so, I mean, it's not to, not to knock it. You no. Know what I'm I'm, I was, I mean, that's, that's, that's where it's at, you know, for, I mean, just feeding your family, then, yeah. you know, more power to you. But, uh, but yeah, I guess that's, that's how I look at it. Um, it's just kind of, I don't know, that's a weird world. That's a weird <laughs> world. I said, I, I, I lived in, um, in LA for a little bit, so even just kind of getting a taste of that. And like I said, ain't no knock to LA, but you know, just one, it just, once again, it just reaffirmed the type of person that I am. It'd be like, shoot, I'd, I'd rather be out the way for real. You know, it's too much going on. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Like, Facts. Just, so, you know, I don't know. So I guess if you can take from that, you can see, you can see like my perception, I guess, maybe of the music industry. It's kind of like, uh, but you know, <laughs> It's, I mean, of course, I don't know. It's almost like hypocritical, I guess, I feel, because it's like, shoot, I mean, you're going to be a part of the music industry if you want to live off of it, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. But, um, and, and it's a lot of smoke and mirrors, you know, especially with social media. People only show us the highlight moments of what they got going on in their career. It's only the media right. who exposes the negativity. The actual artists typically aren't exposing the negativity. But you're right, though. I hear more um negativity than positivity from artists when it comes to signing to these major labels so i always encourage artists if you can stay independent that's the route to go and then maybe at some point in time you can form a partnership but not actually sign to one of these big labels that way you can create uh keep creative control over your entire catalog of music yeah definitely that's that's probably my biggest thing like going into it whatever opportunities come down the pipeline is like maintaining uh autonomy like just with everything and just like you said just the being you know 100 percent creative control because you know i don't know i just feel like i'm i'm confident in my taste and and like i said i want to stay authentically me you know what i'm saying i don't want to feel like i gotta go any which way to to fit whatever mainstream construct or whatever the case may be i want to do what i feel is you know what i'm saying the right thing to do absolutely and, uh, yeah. It's like being an entrepreneur, working for yourself. You can set the guidelines. You can do it when you want, how you want, on your terms. And there's no better feeling than that than waking up every day knowing that you're able to create your own day and you're not having to go, you know, check in with someone else before you drop the next song or they want you to put out so many albums. Like, who wants to be under that kind of pressure? I think it would take a lot of the fun out of it. Right, for sure. Yeah, I I, I think so too, you know. And like I said, I mean, it's, it's it's two-sided. Like I said, I'm, I'm jaded, but at the same time, I mean, I respect, you know, like, it's, it's legends in the music industry, of course, that it's, it's certain little, uh, what do you want to call it, like, like gems that they, they have as far as, just, you know, whether it's marketing or whatever the case may be. And, you know, I, I, I understand and I respect it, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I know it's a lot to learn from, you know, you can learn something from anybody, really, but I know I can, you know, it's a lot to learn. I'm not, you know, against collaborating or, yeah. you know, or listening or whatever the case may be. But like I said, it's, it's at a certain point where I just, like I said, I don't want really my autonomy to be, to be a sacrifice, you know what I'm saying, throughout this. Otherwise, you know what I'm saying, it wouldn't even be worth it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because everybody's journey is different. You might see somebody else who signs and they have a great situation, but that might not be your situation or your journey. So we can't really compare what we have going on to anybody else. Like you said, we don't knock what anybody else has going on because if it's working for them, that's beautiful. That's great. We're happy for them. It just may not be right. for us. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's a lot of people that, you know, you don't know what people got into the music industry for. That's the other thing too. But that's why you can't knock it. It's just, Absolutely. I don't know. Actually, I don't really, 
I'm not stressing what everybody else is doing. I get it, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, I just know what it – like you said, I know what it is for me. Yeah, I know what, what, what path I want to go down. And, and you know, I'm just going to stick to that, you know what I'm saying? Stick to my guns on that and just stand on it for real. Absolutely. So, you know, music is absolutely a passion for you. So through music, what is your purpose? I want to just spread just an influence of creativity. Um, just showing people just through – how I'm doing it in, in in a sense that, you know, you can do whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like just giving, just putting out that good energy. I mean, of course, like, you know, it's going to be energy that you give off with music that might be dark or, you know, somber or whatever the case may be. But it's all just uh, freedom of expression. And I want to just be able to spearhead that, you know, in any which way that I can. You know what I'm saying? So if anybody listen to me or, follow my journey or whatever the case may be just by me sticking to you know what I do and how I do it to a certain degree like that would give the next person like confidence to to follow through with whatever move that they confident in and not you know what I'm saying staring away or feeling like they uh falling victim to peer pressure to do something they don't want to do or whatever the case may be just kind of just be authentic yo authentically yourself definitely you know Definitely. Yeah. That's all we can do is just be the best version of ourselves because, you know, like, again, it goes back to saying no shade to anybody else, but I wouldn't want to live anybody else's life. I love my life. You love yours, you know, right. yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, like, and, and let me ask you this, you know, I, I know you have a family. Um, what does work life balance look like for you? Is it, is it difficult? Is it easy? Does it come easy for you to, to balance both? No, I definitely wouldn't say it's easy. You know, I'm still working. At it, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, it ain't easy. Yeah. But um, I mean, but it's I mean that's it, it ain't gonna it ain't gonna never be easy. Like whatever's working a lot of times is not easy. So facts. You know, absolutely. It is what it is. And then when it becomes easy, I mean. It can't stay easy for long, otherwise you're not challenging yourself. So. Man, that is absolute facts, and that's the thing that we have to continue to do every single day is challenge ourselves, yeah, sure. whether it be you know, we want to get a little healthier or we want to get in more shape or I want to put out more records this year. That's a constant challenge. What, what keeps you motivated to continue to challenge yourself every day? What keeps me motivated? Uh, to, to the girl, I mean, really just knowing that it's goals that I haven't achieved yet. Yeah. You know, there's a certain mark that I haven't hit yet. So until I get there, if I feel like, you know, I've done everything that I can, um, I know it's more for me to do. So definitely, that's the fact that I know it's more. It's more on the table for me. So that's that's the reason for me to keep going. I know I, I can't quit it, but knowing that I there's so much out there on the table for me. So. Facts, absolutely. In 2024, what is one of your goals or bucket list items that you don't mind sharing with us that you'll make sure you make happen this year? Uh, I ain't been out the country. I'm gonna get out the country. Okay, year. that's dope. Where you want to so, go? Um, Dude, I'll go anywhere for real. I, I, wanna, I mean, I've been saying Jamaica. Um, you know, I, I'm really into martial arts and stuff too. I wouldn't mind going to going to Asia somewhere, um, but uh, Africa, yeah, of course, absolutely. Um, but you know, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't say specifically. But I maybe Jamaica because I feel like that's probably came up the most in conversation. You know what I'm saying? But really, anywhere. Once I get the opportunity, I'm gonna just, you know. See what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Just get a different taste of, of life outside of, you know what I'm saying, what's going on here. Because even, like you said, kind of growing up, being in different places, not saying I've been all over America, but, you know, it, it, 
like they say, every hood is the same and all that. It's kind of it kind of is, you know what I'm saying? So outside of the U.S., I want to see what that vibe is like. It might, you know, we'll see if the air tastes a little different or whatever. The case yeah. Be. There's some beautiful, beautiful places in the world that, unfortunately, some of them we'll probably never get to experience in a lifetime. But there's got to be a couple places that we want to touch down. My my bucket list, my goal, and it's, it won't happen this year. I'm being realistic. But I, I want to go to Egypt. That's always been a dream for me is I want to go yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, my son was in the military and he spent some time in South Africa and he just he didn't want to come back. It was just, you know, he said the culture was so beautiful. The land was beautiful. The people were beautiful. And I'm just like, you know, there's so many other beautiful places out here. So that's a great goal to put on your list is to be able to travel outside the U.S. Because, you know, of course, we love our country, but there's a lot of other beautiful ones out there for sure. For sure. And like you said, like, you know, I might, I might go out there too and not want to come back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'll be surprised. Like, shoot, that is fast. I'm just taking a little quick little trip. And, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, you ain't got to get all the way to it. It's just like, yeah, like, it's stuff cheaper everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's just the cost of living in America is ridiculous. It is. You know what I'm saying? It is. And, and, you know, things are getting uglier here, you know, with the politics and the crime and, you know, the, the, I'm a big believer that a lot of these viruses that go out in the air and I'm not getting off on a tangent, but a lot of that is government, uh, issued. And I just, it's crazy to me. And it's like, I don't know if all that takes place. And I know it does in some places, but here in the U S it's like, we're supposed to be one of the richest countries, but there's so much homelessness and poverty. And it's just insane to me that we live amongst that. Yeah. Like you said, it's a bunch of smoke and mirrors. So, it is, you know, for sure. Most definitely. So ultimately, what is the goal with your music? And, and I'll give you an example. You know, some people say, I want to make sure I can take care of my family. Some people want to, they get into it, like you said, for different reasons. Maybe some people just want the jewelry and the money. What is it for you? Uh, well, I feel like I probably reached, um, say, like the peak or whatever. Or to, I don't say the peak because you never know. But um, I guess ideally, like, you know, get to the point where, you know, I have a fan base that I can around the world and, and see and vibe with, you know what I'm saying, and connect with, just build relationships with different people through the music. And uh, and yeah, that's really like the main thing. Like I said, it's hard to quantify just what success looks like for me because like you said, I kind of don't want to equate it to money. You know what I'm saying? It's really more so, I guess, the experience of just connecting with different people uh, in, that, in whichever which way. Like I said, just being into a lot of different things, is, you know, whether it's just you know, somebody on the cinematography side or whatever the case may be, just connected with just different people. You know, and you ain't got to be an artist. You can just be a regular person, but just being able to connect through the music, taking me across, you know, the world, I feel like that is, that is, that's where I feel like I made it. You know what I'm saying? Love it. I love it. That is really, really dope. Well, right now, I know you have a record that we're going to check out tonight. Um, before we get into it and tell everybody about it, it's called Latchkey. Are you at all in album mode or are you stick uh, sticking to releasing singles at this time? Uh, shoot, I, I feel like I'm always kind of like in a, in a project mode. Yeah. You know, that's kind of how I work too. I kind of like to piece together projects. And uh, soon I'm going to have uh, an EP coming out. Uh, it's kind of going to be, well, it's, yeah, it's going to be like an EP. I, I guess we'll still call it an EP. But uh, it's Stepping Stones 3. I got two of them out already. And uh, Last Kid is the first single off of that. And then uh, I'm going to have another project that I've been holding for a little minute come out later on this year. And um, 
and shoot. Like I said, I'm always working, so there's going to be something else probably that's already going to be, you know what I'm saying, cooked up to be able to be released this year as well. So there's going to be a lot of a lot of activity from me this year for sure. Okay, so the EP, the, you said it's called Stepping Stones, and it's going to be part three? Yeah, Stepping Stones 3. Stepping Stones yep. 3. That, so that can be anticipated this year sometime. Oh, yeah, for sure. Real soon. I'm talking about like a couple of months. Okay. If, if that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Maybe like a five piece. Shoot. It might be a seven piece. It might be an eight piece. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so you might slick move into album mode then. You know what I'm saying? You start, you know, I know it's difficult as an artist, but because you probably have a lot of great music in the vault and narrowing it down can be one of the most difficult things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, I kind of, I'm, I'm always kind of, I feel like I'm in pocket mode. I mean, I guess I'm not against dropping singles or whatever the case may be, but I like to just throw everything out there. You know what I'm saying? Really, like, I guess I'm more of like a, a album listener. You know what I'm saying, too? Like, yeah. I feel like the big inspiration for that is probably even like Kendrick Lamar when he dropped a good kid, Mad City. That was one of those albums for me that kind of just had me just looking at projects differently. Right. You know what I'm saying? To where it's just like, if I, if I put out anything, I want to make something full and something that I can listen to from top to bottom. Most so definitely. Whenever I'm making something, I don't ever just want to, like I said, it's not really just a one-off or, you know what I'm saying, or something like that. It's always like, it's going to be a full length, something, a full length listening experience that's going to be coming. Yeah. So. Will you take any approaches differently going into Stepping Stones 3 than you did the previous projects? I think it's going to be more uh, visual. Okay. Um, then I've I'm done. I mean, I already got one for the last two. You know, that the music video is out right now on YouTube, and uh, and that was real dope. Uh, that we did, and um, yeah, it's gonna be more visuals for sure. Like I'm definitely I'm shooting my own content, so there's gonna be more content surrounding it, and um, and yeah, this this is gonna be a lot more visuals to go with it. Absolutely, yeah. that is important. We're in a visual era with social media. People want to see stuff. You know what I'm saying? So that's great that you are, you know, building up that content and putting them visuals out there. Is the YouTube channel listed under your name, B the King? Yeah, it should be. I mean, I think it's. Uh, I got my Koji um, link that has everything. You know, links to my music and my videos, my YouTube, all of that. So gotcha. Absolutely. Well, we're gonna get out and check out this record called Latchkey. Um, tell us about it. What was your inspiration for writing this record? Um, just kind of. Like a, uh, I didn't say like an origin story, but kind of just, yeah, it definitely wasn't like a full of like origin story, but just being a last key growing up, a last key kid growing yeah. up, I'm saying, uh, that kind of just, I guess, sparked it when I was hooked. And then, um, it kind of just had me just reflecting a little bit just on, you know, growing up and then also, uh, just speaking to, you know, my aspirations or whatever the case may be, just in life in general. And that's what really like stepping stones. A lot of a lot of it is is uh, all of them really are kind of like surround. You know, the surrounding topic more so is about. Um, and you know, if you just think like stepping stones, each one is you know. Every time I I look at stepping stones more so like a uh, what do you call it? the uh, an interlude project. Okay. You feel me? Like in between uh, projects, you know, or album album projects. So it's like stepping stones is like just a little preview of what's to come in a sense um so yeah i mean what, what, i'm sorry i'm all over the place. no you're but good I, I, you're fine <laughs> yeah i can get i can get sporadic i'll be doing too many things at once but no but um 
But yeah, like I said, last kid is more so like I said, just kind of touching on that being the last key kid and just just a, a lot of inspiration more so like for, for anybody like listening to it. Definitely. Just, Definitely. Just building things from the ground up, creating your own way, creating your own pathway. Absolutely. And that's the goal. And that's what you want to instill into, you know, everybody else, you know, especially the youngins, you know, is to create your own way. You know, again, everybody's journey's different. But if we can instill that in them, and I like the fact that you titled um, the project Stepping Stones, because that's really what life is about, is it's those stepping stones. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a marathon, you know what I'm saying? It's not a sprint, so. Yeah, definitely. As long as you, you know, moving forward, you're not going backwards. Mm, that is big facts, absolutely. And uh, the song that we're going to check out, Latchkey, did you produce this one as well? Did you make the beat for it? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah, so you have yeah, everything you, coming oh. up. I probably, you know, I, I'm trying, you know, I'm, I want to collaborate more with, with producing and stuff like that. But like I said, I'm just kind of just in my mode. So, no, like, stay in your bag. Yeah. And what, and what's coming out is, you know, just, just know it's produced by me. That's something that I really ain't been promoting as well either because a lot of people don't know that. You know what I'm saying? But, but yeah. You need to pop your ish. You out here working. That's what we doing right I now. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> that's why you talking about something that's going to be added to, you know what I'm saying, 2024, what's going to be, you know, something. Yeah, that, that's going to be something I'm be doing a lot more as far as just, like I said, just promoting myself. Yeah. It's going to come with the visuals. Mm-hmm. It's going to come with more content in general and just giving people a behind the scenes look at my process or whatever the case may be and just flushing everything out so everybody can, you know, understand the experience. Definitely. Definitely. And that's important. You want people to enjoy the experience of what you have going on when you put that music out there, when they tune in and hear your music for the first time. And there may be some people tonight who are hearing you for the very, very first time musically. What do you want them to feel? What do you want them to get from your music? Uh, I want them to uh, hear the substance. You know what I'm saying? Like, just hear the substance. I feel like, once again, I'm not in the mainstream or what, you know, what people doing, but I feel like it's a lack of that in the mainstream. And not to say I don't even want to be mainstream, but there's people that's, you know, listening to the radio a lot of times. It's probably what they get fed, like they're saying, repetitive sound. So, you know, once you hear my music, I want you to get, like, you know, a classic feel more so, like, you know, a, a feeling that you would get from a classic artist. Love it. You know what I'm saying? Not a, not a uh, what they call it, a flash in the pan <sighs> type of artist. Like I said, somebody that really got something to say. Yeah. Definitely. And I think we need more of that in the music that's out right now. Um, You know, again, like we said a few times, no shade, but there's a lot of what I like to refer to as low vibrational music that's circulating right now that does not have any substance whatsoever. And uh, I just I come from an era where there was a lot of substance in music and I think we need to get back to that. So I'm, I'm happy that you're, you know, focusing on putting that type of content out. Yeah, for sure. Like you said, everything needs a balance. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We can have that, but we need a need a healthy balance of the of the, of the other side of things as Man. well. So Absolutely. I'm trying to provide the people. Definitely, definitely. Well, before we get into the record, a couple things that we need to always do. Tell everybody where they can follow you at on your social media. I'm on IG at B E B A K one N G. Um, Facebook, you know what I'm saying? Be the king, YouTube, be the king. Really everything be the king. Definitely. I'm on all platforms and, you know, wherever you listen to music to, I'm on there. So, yeah. I know you have a lot of people that support you. You've got people tuned in tonight or people that may hear this at a later time. Who do you want to shout out to, show some love to, give them their flowers? 
Yeah, shout out my boy Vance, you know what I'm saying? Like, even just, you know what I'm saying, hooking this up. Yeah. You feel me? Uh, that's my manager. And then, uh, yeah, just my, my family, my wife, you know what I'm saying, supporting me, everybody, whoever listening right now, even if you're not like, you know what I'm saying, a, a fan, and if you listen to it, you become a fan, I appreciate you. If you listen to it, don't become a fan. I still appreciate you giving me the time. You know what I'm saying? I just want to shout out everybody and just, like I said, I'm just trying to just feed just some some substance out there. So if it catch your attention, you know what I'm saying, tap in. I got a lot more coming. 100%. And if you ever make it out here to ATL at any point in time, you know, Shout out to Vance, who did set this up. He's very professional, representing you well. Have him reach out, you know. Um, that way we can connect, and you can maybe, you know, perhaps come do this in person with us next time. Oh, yeah, definitely. I got some family out there. I know you got family out there, too. So, yeah, we'll be in touch. Okay, that's a bet. That's a bet. And I don't know if you know my my business partner, OG Bigger Rankin. Um, he and I have a beautiful studio out here together where he does his traveling from the basement. I got my Industries Most Wanted podcast, the radio station, and some other stuff as well. So we'd love to have you stop through. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So definitely. is there anything else that you want to make sure that people are on the radar with or in tune with before we check out the record? Like I said, Stepping Stones 3 coming out soon. Forgive me, forgive me not coming out later this year. And it might be something else that I'm going to surprise people with. You feel me? Just, like I said, just stay tuned. It's all coming, for sure. Definitely. Well, make sure anybody tuned in, tapped in, you stay in tune with his movement. He's got a lot going on. Shout out to B the King checking in from Kentucky. But we're about to get into this record. I'm going to have you give us the official introduction. Yeah, so this is B the King. Uh, like I said, straight up out of St. Louis. This is Last Key, first single off of Stepping Stones 3. Tap in with me. Let's get it. You're locked in with Atlanta's hottest hip-hop station. The Hype Too much reinforcing who I am, like I don't say it enough. Feeling creative, I just grab the painting and brush. I be shitting on these niggas, get the spraying and flush. No, it's no one that can match me. Me, that matter of factly from the start. I've been running shit like a track meet, trying to stack cheese. Though with the track racks, you can't trap B from the inside, crafting the latch key. I take my rice, chicken fried at the crib. They quick to go and grab the blick and slide. Heart so cold, turn stone, feel like a brick inside. Watch who you sitting by, they praying on your demise. I'm trying to go and buy some land and bring the fam out. I'm cooking till everybody can eat, just let it pan out. God ain't playing about me, nigga. Young having premonitions, always see me bigger. Only could be different. That was how I was taught to behave. Be the light in the dark, make a way for the slaves a king. Like the one born in the home of the brave, annoyed by the poison they feed the youth from cradle to grave. As a boy heard Pac speaking on making the change, even if he didn't, at least he could still spark a flame. Blaze a trail so some ain't gotta walk the same. The mind is powerful to lose, it is an awful thing. I can speak volumes without saying too much, reinforcing who I am like I don't say it enough. Feeling creative, I just grab the painting and brush. I be shitting on these niggas, get the spraying and flush. No, it's no one that can match me, me that matter of factly from the start. I've been running shit like a track meet, trying to stack cheese. Though with the track racks, you can't trap B from the inside, crafting the latch key. Don't knock me, I'm just hustling scripts. 
I'm as good as it gets, now it's a struggle to miss. Coming legit, with my niggas be thumbing through splits. Goal is to collect the blues, I've been laying the print. Standing opposite, get sent to abyss. So resist from sending a diss before some of your niggas get hit. Righteous but moving with the killer's intent. Been told him there's no limit where a nigga going with this. No, I play to be the best. Complacency live inside the nest. No, it's a place for me, I... Still ain't found it yet, I graduated, I majored in making minor steps Smoke the finest in hell with a few to fight a jet Know my future gon' be what I choose to make it be Vision 5K upgraded from the 1080p Through the bullshit, still see the path from A to B All I gotta do is see to get from A to Z Can speak vibes without saying too much Reinforcing who I am like I don't say it enough Feeling creative, I just grab the painting and brush I be shitting on these niggas, get the spraying and flush No, there's no one that can match me, me that matter of factly from the start I have been running shit like a track meet, trying to stack cheese Though with the track racks, you can't trap B From the inside, crafting the latch key Once again, shout out Be The King checking in. That is the new record, Latchkey. Bro, I appreciate you taking some time with us tonight and letting us get to know about you and your journey in the music. Is there anything else before we get up out of here? Because I know we got people tuned in. I'm going to say it one more time. Stepping Stone 3 coming out soon. That's the first single off of there. Uh, the music video is out too, so go uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. And like I said, just be on the lookout. I got a lot of stuff coming this year for sure. Definitely. Well, again, I appreciate you being here. I am Tampa Mystic. We up out of here, you guys. Thank you, everybody who tuned in, tapped in. It is the Hype 87.3.